Welcome in, everybody. It's another episode of the DNVR Rapids podcast, and it is a loser's lounge. And boy, was it a loser's lounge. (laughs) It feels more like a demolishing demolishing lounge, honestly, man. I'm the loser for spending time talking about this game on a Saturday night. Um. Rapid Ball 5-1, tough one, tough one. Uh, joining me to break it down. It was never course. close. It's super yeah, yeah. How What's you doing, up, peeps? We have 33 people in here. Probably a lot of you guys are waiting for the buffs. Give us Yo, a like while you're waiting. Yeah, if you think this is the buffs program, hit the thumbs up. It's not the buffs show, but uh, welcome in. Um, in a game that was never, never a doubt, I think eighth minute, it was 2-0 Houston. Um, I mean, Drunken Monk says it best. So bad they couldn't even win the spoon because Toronto was somehow worse. Can't believe it, but um, Toronto wins three or loses 0-3 to Red Bull. And um, it, uh, man, what a, what a bad, 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 bad loss. Where do you want to start with this, Yaya? Because you can talk. I mean, obviously wing defense, but then you can talk about like kind of why the squad was rotated the way it was, who was playing, what are you playing for? We go big picture. First of all, this is real real quick. Uh, Cody, this is not Seattle all over again. Seattle was a season of hope. First game of the year, you you thought you could be better. This one, I don't feel anything. It just, it was a bad game all the way around but we're kind of accustomed by it for the rapids honestly i think plum put it best i mean this is their worst defensive performance since 6-0 philly um i mean it it should have been probably 10 i mean five is not representative of how dominant houston was tonight um no resistance for the rapids on the outside crossers were had five ten yards at all times to themselves to set up the perfect cross in and four of the five goals were crosses to the back, right? Like, um, you know, like it's just, it's just not a bad team. It, it really, really isn't. It's, it's a really, really bad defensive team. They're going to need another midfield and maybe two, three more defenders, honestly. Like, and I get like, well, has Bombi to really be, good on that know, left side. can't count out Bombi. Well, I still, yeah. I'm still, uh, this is me saying it with counting Bombi in there. Like, this is, like, me thinking of Bombi. Like, and I'm not saying you need starters, but you need good guys that can be in there and be subbed in there when one right. of those guys just doesn't have it. And the Rapids just don't even have that kind of in their in their arsenal. Like, are you really going to trust Danny? Are you going to trust Lawless? Like, you've seen them make so many mistakes the last couple of years that like you're kind of burnt and you don't know if it's going to actually happen. And that's why I really, really do think that you need two, three more defenders. You maybe need a midfielder or two more. Yep. You need about two more wingers. Like you, this yep. roster should have a big turnover. You're probably gonna need another striker because it's not, <laughs> it doesn't look good up there either. Oh, do we want to go there? Should we go there right now? Why not? Who cares? What are we gonna be breaking me, down the X's and O's from this game? Let's yeah. talk big picture, baby. Hey, give me one, Mitch. I'm gonna let you do a little solo pod because you're delayed a little bit on mine. So give me okay. a quick. Minute. Okay. Look. We have – is is it time to have the conversation? Are we having the Rafael Navarro, Hafa Navajo conversation? Because 
man, you think you find a guy. We all thought we found the guy. We thought the guy was here. We got the Brazilian nine, the DP nine, and you're now at, he played all 90, so that puts him over 700 minutes. He's played over 700 minutes in the MLS. Uh, One assist, no goals. And like, look, if you're playing devil's advocate, which I'll just knock this one out of the way first, who's getting in the ball? I don't know, man. Tonight, I thought he had a couple opportunities where he could have made a move or two and at least gotten a shot off. And I, I, as much as I want him to be the guy, man, just doesn't feel like he is. You're right. And Juan's right, too. You're right. We, we didn't think it was, but we all hoped it was. I would say the stoke was high. Correct that the expectations were, were probably not quite there. Exactly. Um, we, I mean, but the yeah. profile. It was the profile everyone was begging for, right? Like, um, and, you know, big physical nine, goal scorer. Uh, I don't think he has it. I don't know. He doesn't put himself in position well enough to, you know, oh, I don't know. Man. He feels like he plays, the, he plays the 10 a lot more than he plays the 9. You think? Honestly, like, he runs back a lot more. He reminds me so much of Rubio without, like, that shot that he has. Because he's always so back behind that he's never in position to make the right run to get the ball. And to be fair to him, there's a couple of times where I'm like, oh, if he gets the ball there half a second sooner, he might have a clearance to go. But that's so rare. And I just think that he might – he doesn't have it. He really doesn't. And – that's why you get alone, right? We were all like, just buy a guy. But it's like, this is why the loan works for this kind of situation. It's a huge expense. Sure. And if it doesn't work, you can just be like, sorry, it didn't work. And he's back to Brazil. And But if he works in the half of next year, you can just get him for that. Yeah, I mean, are you writing off next year? Oh, of course not. Because you have to keep him for the half of next year. Like, Sure, but I mean, what? what I guess... You know, you want to say that he is a, um, you know, I still think he's a good prospect. I think there's um, enough, if you dig into kind of his reputation from Brazil, how he played um, on that promotion side, obviously kind of got buried at Palmeiras, which you can't blame him for. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not out on him next year at all, and I think he should start until until he, you know, until he's gone. Um, but, man... <laughs> He has two chances for goals, right? Like, I don't think – I don't see it coming this weekend. I mean, you know, or in a week from today against Dallas. And Seattle – or Seattle. Salt Lake beat the pants off the Rapids twice. Three times already this year. Um, you know, so, like, when's it coming? When's he going to lead that charge? What? And I guess he doesn't have to lead the charge because – how can you lead from the front without service, without chemistry with anybody, without any passing, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know how to rate him right now. It's again, and Quanners is right, dude. Like Quanners always has great points. I, I might as well just send him the link and tell him to hop in. Send um, it. <laughs> so Quanners, hit me up if you want that link, my guy. Um, <laughs> well, it's honestly, it comes down to like, what do you, from him, it's like, okay, the service. If you've kind of seen where the Rapids, how the Rapids have scored their last goals, it's kind of been set pieces, you know, like yeah. and that's what the Rapids are known for, like set pieces yeah. and trying to get it, trying to get ahead. And he's not a set piece guy. 
he's the guy that needs the ball behind the lines as he's trying to make those runs. And there's nobody there that can get him that ball in time. But it also comes down to, hey, if that's not working, try to do something else. <laughs> I mean, B-Ray was right, 5-1. <laughs> Yeah, B-Ray, you nailed it finally, my guy. Um, and I think Juan even hits hits the point even farther where it's like, you know, I, I at a point in the thread tonight, I was like, hey man, I would love to see this game handed over to the uh, you know, to the youngsters, but Bombies, you know, with the Canadian national team, Yappy's with R2. Um, you know, none of the R2 guys are gonna be up right now because they're all getting ready for a playoff game tomorrow. And so it's like even what are you evaluating right now with this team? It's a bunch of vets that know they're not gonna be there that have had a terrible year, that have no confidence, no system. You know, they're just out there getting cardio in at a certain point. And yeah, it sucks because we had five games just now where it was like, great, this is fun. There's progress. We see some of these guys making progress. Cole making progress. Um, and it's just such a bummer, man. <laughs> it is. Just... Ooh, Monk with a great point. All the strikers are paying 100 plus 100k plus per goal, no matter who we're looking at. Yeah, Cabral has what two goals? How many uh, does Rubio have two as well? Rubio has two goals. Uh, Lewis has no no goals no, in that rest. He scored an open cup for sure, maybe one. Um, yeah, he has one goal tough. in MLS. It's just a it's it's. You know, you hope that these end-of-season games when you're out of it like you have been this whole time lead to developmental opportunities and and not just maybe developmental is the wrong word, but that you can evaluate something on the field. This was 90 wasted minutes. What was the point of this? It's it's like honestly, <laughs> yeah, like honest, but honestly, let, let's look at it this way. The what the last five games that was against teams that were fighting for a playoff spot, except for uh New England. New England was was the only one that wasn't right. Yeah, out of the last five, like the other five, the other four were playing were fighting for a playoff spot. Houston is also playing like incredible right now. Like, mm, Connor, yeah. you're right. Houston is playing incredible. Absolutely. Ben Olsen has some like completely going. I was completely out on Houston at the beginning. Yeah, everyone of the was out on Ben Olsen. Everyone was out on them. Yeah, not everyone, like, and, but a lot. <laughs> Yeah, and again, New New England wrote their head coach as well. Five, four of the last five of the last six were against teams kind of in the Rapids level. Oh yeah, kind for of sure. Turmoil. Yeah. Once you get to the higher end teams, you're gonna get this kind of performance. Yeah, because that's who this is. And that's where you kind of look at us and say, hey, you know what? This team doesn't have quality. This is where you can look at roster building and said, you know. They might be good for middle of the table if you're lucky, but it's never going to be good enough to win you a supporter shield. It's never going to be good enough to maybe win you an MLS Cup unless you get really damn lucky. And what's the point of playing if, if you're not playing for championships? And that's what is super frustrating. When you look at a squad, when you look at a performance like today, that's what you kind of see. You see that this team doesn't have the level to be a competitive MLS squad day in and day out. And that's what's super frustrating and infuriating when you see – how you look at this team is constructed and you were kind of getting a little bit of hope, but this brings you back to earth and you realize, Hey, you've seen the bad way more than you've seen the good. And Chris little can do all the magic he wants. He had these guys while oil machine after the 20th minute, they were playing a lot better, but the level of talent isn't there for the rapids to compete for anything right now. And compound that compound 
the fact that they don't have a good enough roster to compete with the fact that they also don't have nearly enough young guys to say that they're building something, right? It's infuriating. Yeah, he has almost a thousand minutes, no goals. Uh, you spend a shitload of money on Cabral, who we haven't even seen in a few weeks. Like, you know, he doesn't feature. He's like, you know, he's not even playing. He's the most expensive player on the team. Um, Cole, I guess, is one of the young guys, even though he's been playing with the, with the squad for so long. He looks okay. But outside of that, what can you point to? You're not developing, and you're nowhere close to even being a halfway decent MLS club right now. What, what, you, what do you, why would someone spend their hard-earned money to come out and watch RSL just destroy them in two weeks? What's the point? What are you watching right now? And again, I will like again. I'll still give credit where credit is due. Credit to Porik for finding Connor Ronan, which I have. He's had a great season. Credit to Illich, who has been also a lot better than we anticipated. Maybe not Yarby level, but getting to Yarby level in the MLS is really hard. And I think Illich has done a good job for what's in front of him. Good job on getting Gooman on a great on a great deal. But you also have to look at the misses. Giving Max who that DP deal, maybe not a good player. Should have brought him in. Maybe not to the level he did. Looking at Kevin Cabral, maybe not. That's not the dude. You know what I mean? Like you should have been the dude. <laughs> He's certainly not the dude. And and you're still keeping <laughs> honestly, and you're still keeping guys as um, you're still keeping guys like in my opinion, who Nicholson has been kind of a black hole for a large parts of wow. the season. You're keeping mm. people like Jonathan Lewis, who hasn't even featured, and Priso, who hasn't yeah, developed. Yeah. And it just it doesn't make any sense how you construct this like construct this. And Juanes is right. How are you supposed to build for the future without any of this? You know what I mean? Well, how are you supposed to build a future with you have no stability? How are you gonna build up? And Tavares too. Tavares has he's on COVID protocol right now, but Tavares also doesn't seem like not he COVID. Him. He's not in health and safety. Oh, well, what is it then? I don't know. Oh, just sickness. It's an illness. Like, yeah, I wonder yeah. what it is. I mean, I hope it's not something crazy like. Um, Smallpox, <laughs> the Black Death. He just has the Black Death. He got bit by a Colorado squirrel. He was like, I was Shit, thinking like mono or something, but <laughs> yeah, I, I think he has. If he hasn't played, I think it's way worse. But I think it's like Black Death level, and he's still like recovering. Yeah, but that's again, it for sure. The plague. Yep, he got the again, plague from the Prairie Dogs. There's no foundation for this team right now. In my opinion, you have maybe three to four players that you can build for the future right now in your squad. Ugh. And that's like really kind of pushing it. You have like five players that you can build a team next year. That's literally Not kind good. of it where you're looking at. And like, let's count them down in a hand, like players that you actually trust day in and day out. Who would it be? Bombi? Ronin? No, Cody, that's not what. <laughs> no, <laughs> Again, guys, I'm not a reporter. I'm I'm a dude with the This podcast. was a joke, but it would be funny. Um, yeah, like it's a complete other joke. We don't know what's wrong with him. We hope he's okay. He was not bitten. Well, I mean, as far as we know. Um, allegedly wasn't bitten. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but again, you count him down. Who is it like you build around Ronin? Bassett has been good enough. I don't think you build around Ronin for sure. No, 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 but that's a guy that you can look for the future and be like, that's a right. piece. Yes. Whether it be a rotation yeah. guy or whether it be a guy in your starting lineup. You have Bassett, you have Ronin, you yeah. have Bombi, you have Gutman. Yeah. That's what, four? And then you can throw in a guy like Maxu. You can make, and then you can throw in a guy like Keegan, maybe. 
and Keegan, yeah, Maxi, yeah. I mean, when you look at the starters tonight, like, I think, I mean, the clear and obvious weakness and kind of the point I want to get into from this conversation is what the hell is Sam Nicholson doing starting this game? What is the point? You're telling me you don't want Luis Diaz out there or Leva or Ralph or, like, anyone who could be showing you something to build around? Sam Nicholson does nothing. That is empty calorie soccer. It is pointless. It it was a waste of 60 minutes or however long he was out there. Um, And I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. Damn, chat's popping. What's up, everybody? Jim, Cody, Juan, B-Ray, Monk, uh, Dustin, everybody. Just want to see what's good. Thanks for stopping by. Um, And again, B-Ray, when I say when I say those names, I don't think that's even a core. No, I see, those are the pieces you need to put around a core. So you exactly. need to go get the core. Go get the core. You need a six, you need a striker, um, and you need another oh. center back. I said it earlier. You maybe need three defenders, two midfielders, and two wingers, and a striker. I can't that's believe Diaz didn't play with players. Cody. Yeah. He's been nice, man. He's been nice on the ball. I don't know. And Lewis. Lewis is the same thing. Why has he all of a sudden been the sub off the bench? It's like because Yappy's with R2, and I get it. R2 playoffs, I don't – I can't believe I'm about to say this because it kind of goes against how I watch sports. But is the R2 playoff game more important than developing at the first team level at this point? Yeah, because what the hell are you playing for hard in the first team? Like, honestly, because you don't even have a coach. You don't even have a coach that can, like, oh, okay. I think having him there in the second team is more worthy because at least he's playing a system that you that you want the next coach to implement. Yeah. Yeah, the coach, dude. Now there's another job open. Okay. So other Let's go get Wayne Rooney, baby. I don't want Wayne Rooney. <laughs> I want to – Man, you legend. Look, I love Wayne Rooney. This is not where I want to see him. This is certainly not where I want to see him. It's more likely that Ten Hag gets fired and he ends up there than he ever comes to Commerce City. Um, Look, I mean, I think Wanners is right. When you look at that that tonight, for some reason in my head, I see a world where Rubio Navarro, Bassett Ronan, Harris, maybe find another, you know, ish kind of type level player and that back line replacing Bombi with Lawless, obviously. Right. So those four across there, that right midfield spot is really just a, 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 a anchor that right midfield spot that cre- like you need you only build on one side a bridge. You need a bridge on that right side. You need someone over there because that four, four, two, four, two, three, one kind of amorphous thing going on just has a big hole on that side. Huge, big hole. And you need to be able to um, build up the wings. And also, Juan, Wayne Rooney failed because Colorado DC was a, a terrible organization. Same for Colorado. It's not that yeah. Come on down, baby. Um, <laughs> it's man. It's there are nine jobs open in the MLS. Okay. I mean, the Rabbits have a head okay, start. Would you rather? Would you rather? We're gonna play. Would you rather? Would you rather? If you are a potential head coach, DC or Colorado? Central head coach, DC or Colorado. I think, I mean, I think there's a little bit more talent on DC, but I think I'd say Colorado because dealing with that organization is such a shit, shit show. And on if I want to live in DC, man, honestly, yeah. I think I'd take Colorado in a heartbeat because in Colorado, you, you have a longer leash to do shit. Wouldn't you? 
yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. Other jobs out. Um, also, like, you guys say in D.C., like, it's very easy to save. Like, you don't have a long leash there. Their ownership doesn't... You thought Cronky don't give a shit. They don't give a shit either. Like, they have better facilities, but... And I, think I'd rather... I mean, way less fans show up to games in D.C. than in Colorado, for sure. Yeah, they're, exactly. There's, there's, like, no pressure in Colorado compared to D.C. and, like, everything they do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, again... That's a good. I mean, that's a fair point from John. You guys, are, for sure. you guys are putting up good points up everywhere. Like I get it. They have been. They have been taken. Yeah. Again, more talent. Legend. But like, if I'm trying to make and if I'm trying to get my bag and not having to worry about the next three years, guaranteed, Colorado's the perfect place to be. Man, how rough is it for for Porig? Although you know, I don't feel bad for anyone in that position to make those decisions, but. Um, you have to make you have to make a hire to basically save your career in MLS, right? And it happens at the time where the most job openings ever in the MLS are at one time. Like you, you have it does not get harder to hire a coach than it does in this cycle. Period. And period. And yes, it's such a world sport too. Like you're not just competing now with a yeah. You're not just competing with the nine MLS jobs. You're also competing with all these other jobs around the world that are opening up mini that's a better job by you know for yeah, sure that, it's a better job yeah dude like dc's like dc's a better job mini's a better job um like i don't know like it basically has to be it has to be the, the least attractive job and you're you're you know you have entire finalist lists who are probably going to be gone and then you have to build another list Right, unless you're going so far outside of the box, we're getting like a Portuguese Division Three, uh, <laughs> like Brazilian League Three coach at this point. And again, this is what I've heard. I've heard like nobody has to believe me. Nobody has to say Yaya knows all this. Like, ah, oh, look at him, insider Yaya. Like, no, this is me. What insider Yaya. This is what I've heard and what I've actually that again, Cronky is involved and Cronky will have a bigger say with this than you oh, guys for sure. That's for like, sure. It's not because he, if Cronky's getting involved it's because he's trying to make sure Pori can keep his job. I'm, yeah. And again, my sources could be completely wrong, but I've heard that Cronky's going to be a lot more involved than a lot of people expect because he doesn't believe as much as he used to on Porik. He wants Porik to keep his job, and he thinks the best way is by helping him and him being involved. Yeah. But if Porik does not get, if this doesn't go right, Porik is at risk of losing his job. <laughs> yeah, he has a bridge to sell you after the ad reads, so just hang tight. I got um. some beachfront properties out, out in Arizona if anybody's interested. He's Honestly. got beachfront property in Lakewood to sell you. So, um, <laughs> um, and again, Grant, we're not getting Arteta. Like, I, I wish, dude, I love Arteta. Um, man, interesting, 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 interesting. Um, let's see, let's uh, let's knock out a couple ad reads here and then we can kind of get into some flowers kind of look ahead to this week maybe you know just toss around kind of what we're what we're going to be doing here for the next 
for the next segment. Um, let's talk about the homies over at, oh, what do you know? Colorado Rapids. Uh, fan appreciation night is 10-21. Tickets are on sale now through October 21st. You you get to see FSL come to town. It would be nice to make them lose a game late. Um, maybe play some spoilers for them. Um, fan appreciation night. There'll be giveaways, all sorts of stuff like that. And throughout the game, Rapids will be thanking fans for their support with giveaways, celebrations, and more. It's not too late. Secure your ticket now. Head on to coloradorapids.com slash DNVR. $5 off tickets to the game. That is coloradorapids.com slash DNVR. $5 off tickets. Honestly, Get in there. there's no better way to watch a game but drunk at a Rapids game. <laughs> Yo, straight up. Straight up. <laughs> Uh, we are also brought to you by Fubo. We love Fubo, yeah. Fubo. I was, you know, I was uh, double screening the the show today with the all screen double screening with the buffs on Fubo, and then I had the the Rapids on as well on my TV. Yeah, buffs Pac-12 Network on Fubo, man. Yep. It's perfect. It's like the only one that you can consistently find. It's definitely the only streamer with Pac-12 Network, so um, or that I've seen. Uh, Fubo has Pac-12 Network and uh, over 140 total live uh, live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. Stream live TV from any device. Watch the most Colorado sports for the lowest price, and you can watch immediately with a free trial. There's no contract or no cable. There's no hassle. You just sign up, start watching. You get a thousand hours of cloud DVR at no extra charge. You can watch local teams while traveling. We got college football. We're right in the middle of it. Buffs with a nice win today on Pac-12. You got NFL. Um, baseball playoffs are going on right now. Dodgers getting smoked by the Diamondbacks. Um, all city baseball looking good. Um, looking real good. Um, let's see. What else? What else can we watch on Fubo? Um, I've been challenge guy. I've been watching. You can watch through the end of the Mexican League. If you're keeping up with Chivas and all that drama, it's so fun. Hell yeah. It's cool to watch that. Like, Liga Mexican is always really fun. You can watch it there. I think you can watch. I caught some Cholos on Fubo. Yeah, you can also watch La Liga. So, like, all my footy guys out there, you can watch it on there. Fubo is great. No complaints. Dancing with the Stars that I've gotten into lately. Go watch that. That's really fun. Yeah. Wait, really? That's yeah. your show? Yeah, me and my wife watch it religiously on Tuesdays, and we vote. We do the whole thing. Whoa! I did it's not fun. know that about you. I, we started last year. Really? That's yeah. cool. Good for you guys. I like having everything. Right now, for me, it's uh, the reality when you know you get Survivor into uh, Amazing Race. Boom, boom. Doesn't that's, get better. That's a really good back-to-back. Uh, it's like action-packed, but a different level best. of action I'm a big, big Survivor head. Uh if you want to get in on the Fubo action, go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR. You sign up and you get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro through that link, fubotv.com slash DNVR. Go check it out. Um, Man, Wanners. Ooh. I support you and I understand. Um, but tough. That's tough. I bet you a lot of people are, are, are thinking stuff like that. Um, I mean, again, and rightfully so. Rightfully, and look, 
I'm going to say it over and over, and I'm not trying to sound like an optimist or Homer or carrying water. I just want to see what happens. I want to see the coach hire, right? Now, it's easy to say it's going to be bad, and it's easy to say the window is going to be bad, and they're not going to bring in players or whatever, whatever. But until those things happen, I'm going to look at opportunity versus assumed outcome. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Oh, sorry. Hairball. Um, completely. Like, it's always smart to take a, a step back and look at everything like a rational adult, like most people should. Yeah. But like, you're doing the smart thing. But it's really hard. And, I again, I see both sides. I really do see, like, you stepping back and saying, hey, you know what? Let's see what's going on. Let's see what happens. And then we'll take a decision from there. But it also really does help. Times like this when you're losing 5-1. I mean, it's not the first blowout you get all year. Like, it's not even the second or third one you see all year. And you're just like, holy crap, man. Like, Look, Houston is really good. They are in about as good a form as you can actually have, right? Like, this is – is there any team in the West going into these playoffs that you're more confident in their run of play right now? I mean, Besides St. Louis, I guess. I, St. Louis, to me, has teetered off compared – comparatively, Cincinnati Houston's has kind of – yeah, Houston right now is playing like it's fine. I mean, they were calling it um, the Orange Machine. Like the Orange Machine was such a fun thing to be called in Spanish. La Maquina Naranja is like a dope nickname, and I was that like, yeah, the- I mean, like wild old machine, man. They were literally like just yeah. dom- demolishing, and that's what I want the Rapids to be, honestly, man. If you don't want to be a Tiki Taka team, I get it, but at least be comfortable in small spaces. That's what you see from Houston. Houston gets the the ball with a little bit of a you maybe got a foot each way of space and yeah. they all completely around me and they can get out of all those spaces and the Rapids can't do that. That's yeah. super frustrating because that's what soccer is. Soccer is being able to take the press, get out of it and find the right man. And that's one thing that you see a lot of with these Rapids players. They get the ball and they panic. Ronan looks good with the ball at his feet tonight, for sure. Yeah, and um, so did Bassley. Like the mid, they did have a little better, but it's just not as, it's not as crisp. And absolutely. Everybody on that team in Houston has that, and no, in very rare people here in Colorado have it, and that's something that has to be trained into you. And it's also just the quality and how fast you can process the game. And most of these guys have the skill. This is what the one thing that I've had a coach tell me. About 80% of players have the same amount of skill. But how fast they can read the game. I mean, that's all. Yeah, it's, it's processing speed. the whole difference. If you read it quickly and can get through, like, you're in, you're in the top half. It's all about how quick you can read the game and get out of it. And the Rapids just don't have a lot of those guys. Ruby also has that a little bit. Man, I was watching. So I was watching. I was watching soccer from from 5.30 this morning. Like, I watched so much soccer today. And, look, obviously, I'm not going to compare the level of play in the Premier League or Serie A um, or the Bundesliga to the MLS. But watch even the best MLS games. Turn on any, any top five European league and watch. Count how many times teams put one touches in a row, right? Four, five six you get seven one touch passes in a row with teams and i don't know if there was a sequence of three one touches right or rapids too good point too like have you seen three one touch passes in a row at ever with this team 
Like there's no, there's nothing smooth. There's no reading ahead. Anytime you see it played into space where you, the player was right playing into that space, you see Sam who ran at the wrong angle because he didn't know where the pass was going to go. Or you see someone, you know what I mean? It's just like, there's no, there's, it is, they are so far below the competitive level that you need the creativity, the vision, the link up play. It has just been terrible. And yes, Cody United, McTom, a legend had to get that in tonight. That was dope as hell. DNVR bar went crazy. I will allow that because it was a cool thing to happen. It was cool as hell. Um, so, but again, Rapids, like, it just, the talent level's not there. And that's the honest truth. And it's part of it, there. it's and, just not. And a lot of the times, man, I think Frazier did a great job with this. In 2021, you got the best out of every player. And when you don't, when you can't do that, there's the results. And this is literally where you're at right now because the results are, hey, you're, you should be the worst team in the in, in all of the league, but you're not just because there was a worst team <laughs> out in Canada. You it is are- funny how much Toronto is spending to be worse than the Rapids. Like, that's it's impressive. It's also hilarious to me that the Rapids technically still are the worst team in the nation. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it's not the league. Like, <laughs> like, and it's true. Like, you know what I mean? I do. Like, I do. So, again, it just comes down to maybe the, the Rapids just don't have as much talent. And this one of my big frustrations with how the poor guys build this team. Do I think he brought in good pieces? Of course. I'm never going to tell him, hey, you didn't do anything for this team. But it also comes down to, like, you just can't bring a few good pieces and then ride it out. No, you have to continue no. to find those guys. You need to continue to get those pieces. And this yeah. is why <laughs> I'm a, people are going to either hate me or agree with me with this, and I'm cool with it. But this is why I, I think Cronky is a worse owner for the Rapids than Dick Momfort is a worse owner for the Rockies. I don't know if I can agree with that. And this is why I'm going to give me – and this is why I may explain to you why. AJ, the guy that loves the Rockies, covers the abs, Colorado sports fan, so life – Put it in a really good way for me. Rockies is a cycle. Every four to, four to five years, they're good. Kind of like the Rapids, right? No, they're not good. Decent, at least. Not horrible, not bad, but at least they get better when they are. Sure. But this is the thing. Once they have talent, Dick has been willing to invest that money, throw the money at the players. Sure. So one thing is that he Poorly. doesn't know how to invest that money. Right. So he's not – it's not that he doesn't want to win. He just doesn't know how. The thing with Kroenke is that he doesn't even care. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm not, I'm not trying to – I'm not on here defending, defending Kroenke. No, and They're this both is the awful. Thing. They both suck. But this is <laughs> the thing. In 2021, in 2021, when the Rapids were good, instead of doing the Dick Momford thing and throwing money at these players and being like, chill with us he's like let some of the best players go and then the rapids out here struggling and now you get the result when you're the worst team in america yeah look and i mean you know i think i think the problem the biggest problem with the rapids and it's 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 what makes cronky both good and bad is that they that cronky has patience right um (laughs) uh you know it's it's They are all in on letting 
whatever office they put together, coaching staff, whatever, play out, right? Like they want, like they know that it's not a straight line. Sports is never a linear progression, right? It's up, it's down, it's up, it's down. And they let it play out. And when, you know, when Porig hasn't earned the benefit of the doubt from fans, from us, from a lot of people that it's going to, but the problem with KSE is they're, you know, teams are line items for them. So they say, okay, well, we have these guys in charge. They have this long to get it right. Um, Let it play out over time. And, you know, they're in a hole where it, it's likely it's it's unlikely that it gets turned around in time for them to see that vision out, but it's it's the most frustrating part because they're not a oop terrible season, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone. You know, yeah. like that's just not how they do it. That's not how they operate. And it's what worked with the abs and bronc uh, abs and nuggets and rams, and it's what has not worked at all for the rapids. I mean, it's also worked for Arsenal, like if we're doing we're doing like soccer related shit because like friendly Juaners hates Rockies, but <laughs> but like you're right, like Cronky's not like that. Cronky's super patient. They're, they're but, so patient. They're so patient. But it's just so difficult. It's so hard that almost anybody with this the thing. It's been very obvious now that money can really help your team be good. Yeah. But it's also, if you go, like, the people that invest that amount of money also have people that truly, truly care about the team. It's not just about the money. It's about 50% money, 50%. How much do you really care? Look at Chelsea, yeah. man. They're investing a bunch of money, and they're good. But they're not the they're amount of money they're spending. Certainly not good. And that goes almost for every <laughs> team in the world, man. They're definitely PS- not good. PSG, PSG is the exact same way. You know what I mean? Like, spend a bunch Tire, of money. I mean, yeah. yeah. And like, but, like, yeah. they don't truly, truly care. Then you look at a team like Brighton, where the guy spends money, or Bloom spends money, but he truly cares because he, he was a Brighton fan. He grew up in Brighton. He knows everything about that team. And that's where the money mixed in with how much you care really shows. Yeah, you need to have at least something, something that could connects you into like how much you love this team. Whether it be a front office, somebody that grew up around the team, has been around the team for a long, for a long time, or an ownership that wants that. And I think the Rapids don't have neither right now. I think they want the team to be good. I think they want the team to go places and win. But I don't think there's a true love in like I need this. And there has to be something of that in the front office and the ownership somewhere where you can't live without your team being good look and i think you know part of this comes back to the whole identity thing right and everyone was kind of harping on how many times the word identity was thrown around in the infamous porg presser uh part two where it kept using identity 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 and it's like well what's the identity right and it's like born identity it's like how can how can not only not only how can fans not get into it how can staff get into it right how can the front office is not just wayne and porig right there's 100 people working there right how can everyone get behind a club that doesn't feature academy kids doesn't feature really american stars doesn't feature mexican stars doesn't uh right it's a bunch of gambles on play on on money ball type moves um it's just it's how can you get behind that? There's nothing to get behind. There's nothing to wave your flag on. They're not a develop and 
and build from the academy team. They're not a buy stars team. They're not a marketing team because there's, you know, Zardis was okay. I mean, you saw him around UC Health, I guess, like Tim Howard, same thing. But like, it's not, it doesn't do it. Like that, that, that doesn't lead to championships. It doesn't lead to cultural success. It doesn't lead to a, a expectation of success and nothing else. Um, it's, 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 I don't know. I, I, I don't know how they can get into it. I don't know how they can find that passion if you're not building something worth being passionate about. Right now, it's just a ma- It's a it's a spreadsheet. It sucks so much, and it's it's such a bad thing, man. It's a bad thing for the league too, because it's Colorado's a great soccer town. You see it every time it you have the U.S. game. You see it when there's something excited to be about soccer. Colorado always shows up. Always. And it's again, this the frustrating part that soccer is not like every other league in America, you can build your talent. You can rest your laurels on, hey, I'm going to develop, scout, and develop, and you're not even doing that. That's the frustrating part. There's no identity. There's no direction. It feels like every four years we go through a cycle like, oh, oh, we reached our peak, and then you're back down. And it's just... It's not fun. Like, I want to be consistently good. I want to be sure. Portland. I want to be like Seattle. We don't have to spend a bunch of money. I want to be – Philly gets thrown out there constantly. I want to be something where everybody around yeah. the league looks at my team and it's like, that's a good team. They yeah. might have a down year, but they'll bounce right back the next year. Very and it doesn't point. have to be because they're spending money. It could be because they're developing young guys. They're giving you new guys opportunities because they're buying young players that they can show who they are. And it's not even that. And that's the super frustrating part. And you're completely right, Mitch. There's no connect between how much you love the Rapids and how much the community loves the Rapids, how much the fans love the Rapids, and about growing the fan base because how much do you really see Rapids? And again, we've talked about this, marginalized communities like in Hispanic communities, black communities, and Asian communities. It's not a pronounced thing. No. Can I it's ask not... you a question? What's up? Can I ask you a question? There's there's at least, what, two L Tree supporters on this pod right now between you and Ronners. Um does that move the needle for you at all? If they get an L, like a say they get an L tree starter, look, does that does that do anything for you as a Rapids fan? Does that move? Does that make you excited about next season? This is the thing. As me as a Rapids fan, I'm already kind of in, so sure. it's kind of hard to get out. But this is the thing. If I tell my brother who likes L tree and watches sports, hey man, you got. Andres Guardado coming, he'd be like, "Oh shit, really?" If I tell him, "Hey man, you got Montes playing here next week," like he's he's gonna be a Colorado rapper, he's gonna go buy that jersey. If I tell instant, my mom, you think you think that's an instant purchase? Yes, dude, it really that's really cool. is. And like, there's the thing, like that's kind of how I like. My parents would know exactly who I'm talking about. It's right. not like Diego Rubio. They're like, who? Right, right, you know right, I mean? right. They aren't there. I mean, there's no who's your who pushes the Rapids into the national conversation. It has right? to be there's nobody from L3 that pushes them into the national conversation, in my opinion. But there are okay. Well, pushing them into the national conversation is maybe the wrong way to word it. Yeah. Who gives them um uh, a segment on on uh you know any of the national MLS pods or shows or Memo Choa does that you know what I mean like the Gatito does that Marcelo Flores that just went to Tigres does that uh 
Diego Lainez does that. You can even go get a foreign player like Ignac, who plays out in Tigres. He's a French guy that loves Mexico. He, every Mexican <laughs> fan loves him. Hell yeah. And, like that would be a guy that comes up Funes Mori, even though half mm-hmm. his defense hate him, they love him club level. That's a guy that can come in here. Charlie mm-hmm. Rodriguez. There's a plenty of guys I think that would actually give a good little segment. El Piojo Alvarado is another one. Yeah, and Juan says el Tecatito just... Corona. Like those are guys that would come in here and completely I Tecatito in my opinion, Funes Mori, Diego Lainez, and maybe El Piojo Alvarado would be guys that would come in here, make an instant impact, and completely like make everything change completely. It feels like such an obvious move, right? Like, why are you gambling money on being the team that figures it out with with Kevin Cabral? And you're not trying to get a Tecatito, right? Like why like what like I don't I don't get what because you're not marketable, right? Like you're not marketable. You're not on the coast. You know, you're not, you're not a huge city, right? So how are you not throwing money at guys who are going to bring like guaranteed eyeballs like that? I just it doesn't make sense to me. And I, like, I don't want to see another winter of, ooh, what if this guy works? Well, we already know he hasn't. So, you know, like, if it is, I mean, I'm, you know, I don't want the confirmation bias of just you and Wander saying yes. Like, uh, you know, there's another, maybe dude, there's they're one looking other guy. Alexis sure. Vega is on the way out of Chivas right now. Ooh. Like, dude is on the way out. He had all this crazy things going on. But I still think that's a guy that would really bring in. Like, I guess that just goes like, is like, you want to build something, that's where you have to start, right? Like, that's where you got to start. Period. End of. If you're not getting someone that's going to draw in that entire segment of fans that otherwise don't give a shit, what are we doing? Dude, screw it. Go bring in somebody from a top five league and people are going to be interested, even if it's a lower team in the top five. But that's the thing. I don't know if they will. They won't. But that's what we're talking about. Any type, any of those type of players will give you eyeballs. Benteke came in and gave DC eyeballs. DC gets talked about because of Wayne Rooney and Benteke. It's funny because Ben Teke, yeah, was kind of like whatever, but, um, you know, and then he comes to the U.S. and is just godding it up with D.C. Um, hey, Oakley, yes, this is Rapids, not Nuggets, but leave a thumbs up before you leave. Uh. <laughs> Honestly, dude, join me with that. Like, bring in a Mexican player and I'm all the way in. Yeah, please. Like, please. I'm going to be talking to him. Like, I'm going to take him to all the taco spots. Like, this is what we do. Like, but I don't understand – the hesitance and it's like well the right players there's the right player just because they're mexican it doesn't make a a difference for the team but there are really good see there are really good mexican players that play in liga mx that can play here cordoba's another midfielder that i would love like my point is you're spending money you're you have some big money contracts man in cabral and maxu who you know, while I do, while I, I'm a little higher on Maxu, I think, than the general feeling, those two guys aren't pulling in fans, right? You are not getting the Denmark bump on Apple views on these games. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not pulling in a big kit sponsor because you have these two guys that don't have a following of their own. You know, it's not like French soccer is tuning in to watch. Cabral get 20 minutes against whoever, you know, in a game that 
is useless basically for the standings. And so I just don't understand why you have so much money wrapped up in guys that aren't Mexican national team guys, U.S. national team guys, whatever. It's 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 mind-boggling. It seems so obvious, and yet the front office wants to zag when the zig works. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's true. If Yarby would, if Yarby was, because if you hear the Spanish broadcast, man, they they're just like Yarby this. I was like Yarby. Yeah, Spanish broadcast. They're like all they talk about is like Yarby and Rubio. That's I've listened to the Spanish broadcast, but all it is is listening. It's not understanding. Yeah, no, no. It's way too fast for me to hear the word. Spanish broadcast, dude, is all in on Yarby. They all they talk about is how caliente is Yarby, the Mexican Leon champion, two times. Cool. Like it's cool, dude. They love him. Like, but again, like he's right. It's not enough. We love Yarby. Like, yeah, we all you love Yarby. He's not an outfield player, you know. All right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do the world's quickest flowers and then plugs and getting ready for this week. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about illegal Pete's baby. We're going to talk about the queso pen. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you tried the queso pen from Illegal Pete's? No, I'm mad. I haven't been able to try it. I'm going to go pick up another one because I've already gone through one because it's probably my favorite concentrate cartridge I've had in a long time. Um, and you know, it's not just because of the ad read; it's because it's really good. They partnered with Open. Um, and they put out a really good product. They're both old school Denver brands. They've been connected for over 10 years. They got the opportunity to partner together and they came up with this great cartridge. They wanted to create an infused queso. Wouldn't that be dope to just grab a jar of infused queso and watch a soccer game and eat snacks and, you know. Queso on queso inception. Queso-ception. Um, but they couldn't, fi- they couldn't figure out the recipe. Hopefully that's going to be in the works. But the pen, the queso pen pairs well with the real Illegal Pete's queso because when you buy one of the cartridges and you bring your box into Illegal Pete's, you get a free small chips and queso. So you're building up an appetite. Here's some free chips and queso. Pretty awesome. Shout out to Illegal Pete's. 28 years in business. Happy hour every day from three to eight. Dope patios. Cheap margaritas. Good tacos. Doesn't get better. Go check out Illegal Pete's. And... We, we couldn't do this whole thing without talking about you guys, the diehards, the DMVR diehards, man. We got to talk about getting your diehard membership with uh, with DNVR Sports. All Colorado sports games are at the DNVR bar with Game Sound. So you come through as a member, you get 15% off your entire bill as a member right there. Um, you get discounts on tickets to tailgates or party buses to tailgates or party buses to games. You get a free shirt when you sign up. You get 20% off merch all the time, 20% off events. You get into the Discord channel. Um, we have exclusive merch that's only available to diehards. You get a physical diehard card. You get newsletters. You get um, all the content behind the paywall. You get a bunch of good you know, nuggets are coming up. Adam Mars always does his video breakdowns behind the paywall. Um, diehard only bonus podcasts are coming soon and you get discounts from select partners, including a free entree card to illegal Pete's and much more to come. Um, so go check out that all at the dnvr.com. Also, um, if you like little memorabilia, when you become a diehard, you get like a little gold card that mm-hmm. says that you're a DNVR diehard, which is really, you're, cool. you're literally a card carrying member of a cult. So welcome aboard. Um, we're we're in the that. sadness segment of the cult, unfortunately. 
We're the ones uh, that like cleaned up the cow shit so we can get all the power to the compound. I, uh, I've been sending out all the Philly stuff. Philly launched uh, early September. We got all the shirts in yesterday. Um, we've already shipped out over 250 diehard boxes. Um, they're out in the world. So welcome aboard to them. Um, all right. Also, let's get shout out to all those uh, Philly the R D Philly Union beat. Shout out Philip Arcero and Ned Washington. Arcero. Philip Arcero, a dope content creator. Yeah, he's I'm, legit. I'm, I weirdly really like Philly, as Mitch knows. Oh, I know. Like, You're a big yeah. Philly guy. Huge I don't Philly know why, guy. but like that dude's a guy that I've been following for he's a year dope. or two now, and I like him a lot. He, Mitch has been on his pod. Yeah, I made him. a preview that Philly game last year. And I like, I was like, look, the Rapids might be able to keep it close, you know, and then no, no. it was the worst game. My, what's the... Yeah. Um... All right. So quick... All right, quick flowers. Quick flowers. Go ahead. You're first. Uh, I'm gonna give it a call, man. That goal yep. was dope. We, I, I can't believe we went through this whole pod talking and me and Mitch were like, we'll make it into a shorter pod. But yeah, dude, either, we got yeah. going on team building and it was over, bro. It was yeah. over. <laughs> you brought the two words, guys. Like, you, know, you know, but either way, regardless, like, I think Cole was dope. Cole was really good. I still really want, I still really uh like the way that he's playing as Nate. That's oh, his yeah. right position. And that, that little back heel goal was incredible. Right off the right, coming down and exactly to his foot, man. And then it just being like, I'm just gonna swipe it with my heel real quick. See Come it on, it bro. One goal, I think that goal should have been worth five. In <laughs> in my opinion, it was a tight game. Hey, I just want to say, the Philly slack. I'm in it as as an all city merch guy, and I made my profile picture the Jokic headband stab me as cartoon, just so they know what's up. Just yeah, so again, I hate the Sixers. Like that's the one team I can't support out there. But I like um, the rest of them. Don't I? They're not really. <laughs> no, look, Cole was great, man. Cole was uh, again. Okay, so the Cole Sansa. Maybe we need to have another. Maybe this is a midweek segment. But man, this if you get this Cole from you know the last six games from day one, right? Hopefully a healthy roster around him. Hopefully healthy starters and not all that money on, uh, you know on the bench medically um man he is he's like i mean you i don't want to say all-star because i don't know if he's quite that level but close can be. C- could be he's your killing acosta he's he, dope that's man. who he is like dude is the one that controls your midfield you need a six that can support him like that's you really do. Beat. You need a Stonewall guy in the back who can just. Who and I kind of want to see Ronan up there as a ten and see if he can create something. Me too. That's what you got to do. Bring a six. Tavares was not the guy. I was out on that signing from the beginning, and it's not because he's though, not good. It's because I just thought he was the wrong position. I do like Tavares, but you're right. He's more of an eight, like a box to box kind of like a Weston McKinney kind of guy. Um, man, it's. <laughs> Cole's so dope, man. And it sucks that the best version of Cole that we've seen, I don't want to say ever, but as good a form as we've ever seen from him, I think. Uh, it sucks that it's this stretch of soccer, right? That it's this season, that it's this team. Um, it's just a bummer. It's a, it's a real bummer. He's been great. And um, if anything comes out of this terrible season, it's that maybe Cole found something to make next season better for him, right? Like, Silver lining is Cole Bassett. Yeah, 100%. Cole 
if nothing else, if nothing else comes, um, you know, it's interesting when you said like, when you're watching that attack tonight, I love Rubio. The only bigger Rubio person is Juan for sure. I love that guy, but when it's Navarro Rubio, and then you say you throw a Ronin up as a 10, um, there's just no athleticism in those three, right? Like, you need a faster 10 to you need every fa- 10 you, need, you need just more physicality, speed, and like Rubio's got enough dog to make up for it, but you can't throw three guys out there that have to rely on out dogging. You know what I mean? Like, I think you really, you really have to go out to, in my opinion, Spain and try to get a 10 because they're technically gifted. For that's sure. just their style of play in, in the La Liga, and I think that's what you got to go to. Somebody sure. that's quicker, La Liga's a fast, fast-paced league, mm-hmm. or somebody that can really get the ball and control the pace of the game, and that'll be your 10. Like That's, I think, where you got to go scouting for that. Yeah, I think you're right. And I'm really excited to talk players as soon as the season. Oh over. yeah, we're talking. dude. Yeah, we've been we've been, <laughs> we've, been we've been like, who are they looking at? Who do we got? We have ideas, but you know, we'll we'll talk about that later. Yeah, uh, I want to give a flower, a flower, one flower, one singular flower to Ralph Prizo, who quietly is also another guy who's gotten a crisp little bump in terms of how he's played. Wasn't perfect tonight, and it's really hard to say anyone was good tonight because pretty much everyone wasn't good. Um, he got that late yellow card, but I thought he's put together enough performances where I'm not out on him as a rotation guy, cup player, substitute, fill in the gaps with an injury kind of guy. Yeah, I thought Prizo again. Prizo defensively, I think that dude has been on it all year long, uh, a little reckless at times. Yeah, uh, his biggest issue has been his uh, almost had a banger of a goal tonight. Yeah, dude, his decision making has completely improved, and I don't know if it's because they simplified it for him and told him, "Hey, you see, open guy, pass open guy," like, and that's it. Like, and I think that's exactly what he needed—just a little change of mentality. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, let's see. Any other flowers you want to give tonight? Was there anybody else that I really thought? I mean, I'll take Newman, Newman, maybe. Yeah, yeah that's a I guy that. He was very visible. It's tough to give flowers to any of the outside backs because of how wide open all the crossers were on four of those goals. Basically, unchallenged crosses for goals, you know? Um, Tough. Tough to to give any outside back love. But Gutman, Gutman's class, man. That was a good move, you know? And he fell out of favor in Atlanta and got to give credit where to do. That was a good, good, good pickup. And and I'm excited. I'm excited for Gutman Keegan next year for sure. That and again, this why you need a better center backs. I think this yeah. why you need like Gute gets burned too much as a defender. Offensively, he's crispy. Defensively, he needs to work on something. Hopefully, some coaching would help him out a lot there. Maybe some he looks great when it's three back, bro. Ooh, when it's, he's a different yeah. player when there's three back. He's the three back. Sick. He's just running wild. He's like, yeah. I don't have to track all the way back. I got people helping. Honestly, me. just put him up out and out left midfield. Just have him play that Harris spot. Like, <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Like, also, dude, like that's not a horrible idea. But like, yeah. that's it's hard. Like, oh man, it's just so hard because I do love him. You know who I got flowers for, and they haven't even played yet. R two baby, R two, hosting semis tomorrow. 
How do you feel about that game? I think they're winning it. But again, last time the Rapids had a really good team in any capacity, they lost in the first round. Fuck, you're right. So, Damn it. Um, have the Rapids won a playoff game? Not since 2016. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Didn't it's win tough. Thanksgiving. Oh, oh trust sad. me. We know. <laughs> oh, sad. Um, yeah. All right. Me. Any other flowers? Uh, Flower. I, again, Chris Little, dude. I still think even though those are thrashing, I think he's done so much for what he <laughs> has, like for <laughs> what he has to work with. Um, If he doesn't get this head coaching job, like I get it. Porgy is swinging at the fences because he's trying to do something. Maybe, but I think, yeah, yeah. but I, I do think Chris Little deserves a lot of credit for everything he's done. And I haven't been able to talk about that because I wasn't on in the last show. But I just want to say, dude, deserves a bunch of credit. He's, he's done been awesome. Lot. He's also given a lot of young players confidence. And you saw it with Ted Anderson, which I was happy with his game. I thought he had a very decent game. Um, Not great, not bad. A very, very decent game where he was just good and bad at the same time i also want to well not just that man he uh like wednesday night right like before the game before the rain he's out there shaking hands with the rapid supporters who made it out to dallas yeah Uh, when he comes in to do a press conference he does a lap around the room shakes everyone's hand says thank you um he's an absolute top flight top class dude um and if if he doesn't get this job which I don't think you would blame Porg for not hiring him. I still think it's it's a great resume builder for him to prove that in what was a completely dismal season, you had a pretty decent run to end it out. And, you know, you say decent considering who you don't have, where you started, you know, like um, that. hopefully that bumps and maybe he's back running a, a you know, a, a team in next pro or maybe a team in USL wants to grab him or something like that. So yeah, he deserves it. He absolutely he, he's proven himself. And I think that to me yeah. is the last guy that I, I want to give props to. Yeah. Oh, and shout out Emilio. Comment Yo! On having a kid on a announcing that his a uh, girl's pregnant, man. Congrats. Good for, Emilio. Good for Daddy, you, man. Daddy Emilio, man. Good Nothing for him. but best wishes to you, my guy. Absolutely. Um, all right. What should we look for this week? This week from DNVR Rapids there. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of memes. Memes? That's all we're doing this week. No shows, Hell just yeah. memes. Memes Hell with ad yeah. rates. I was born for this, baby. Let's go. Uh, um, we're still deciding our schedule. We're sure. a couple of things are in, in there right now with so many things. Saturday for sure, we won't have a post game, guys, because it got. <laughs> There's a lot of things going on in our personal lives that we won't be able to attend because we thought it was going to be an off day on Saturday. It's so, on me and my wife's anniversary. Dwayne is at the horror festival in Telluride. Yeah. I, forget and I can't do a show doing, by myself. But, doing, <laughs> like, but no, but you have something too. So yeah, like um, we thought it was an off week, guys. We're sorry. Like, well, like so we'll do a midweek to prepare, and we'll do a post game maybe Monday. Yeah, uh, the week after. Whoops, we'll figure something out. Um, maybe there'll be some news. Maybe some names will start popping up. Rapids on to the second round of coaching. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, but uh, only two games left, man. Only two games left, and as bad as the season as it's been, I'm gonna be sad when I, you know, when when the season's over and there's no more Pids games. It's still yep. a bummer. So let's have fun these last couple of weeks. Have fun through the playoffs. We might have some of the Philly homies on or the Chicago homies on. Um, we'll see what we do. And um, yeah, why don't you go ahead and plug us out of here? 
DNV underscore rapids on Twitter. Follow us there. We have a lot of fun. It's going to be a great time. No matter what you do, get all the latest information. Keep tuned also because we'll tweet out our schedule there. Uh, follow us all on uh, on our personal accounts. Me and Mitch are right here. Uh, Dwayne, you could probably follow us and find a retweet from us. And also... Please give us a five-star review wherever you hear this podcast. This is audio. This is also audio. Give us a thumbs up. If you're watching on YouTube, we'd really appreciate it. And that's it for me. Dwayne is currently... Dwayne's having a tough night. He's currently in charge of an eight-year-old slumber party. It's got to yeah. be tough. That's a tough gig. Good luck. Godspeed. Man. Good luck and Godspeed, Dwayne. We'll see you next time, buddy. Uh, get your Die Hard membership. Sign up. Subscribe on youtube give us that thumbs up on the way out of here get your merch got oh, got a bunch of dope buff stuff if you're a buffs person right now we got so much cool stuff head on over to dmvr locker and check it out uh and more important than all of that how we end it every time baby same thing every time up the pig